Welcome to the Losing Faith Podcast. My name is Charnel, and here we're going to be talking about how our humanity collides with our faith and how our emotions can contradict what we believe and all the messy human ironies in between. It's like this huge human emotions, faith, thought, discussion. It's like a big burrito of humanity. (laughs) For churchy folks, it would be like a modern day psalm. So follow us as we go on these journeys where people talk about losing their faith, but also the journey of gaining it as well. Come on. Hi, welcome to the Losing Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Shar, and today we have an amazing guest with us, Leah uh, McKay. We have been friends for years, um, lots and lots of years. Um, right mm-hmm. now, she is she's a founder of a community called Mother to Mother. Um, I think that's Canada, because she's in Canada. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's also an entrepreneur. She's a nurse. She's a mother of three. She's married. Um, she's a whole bundle of things i'm also gonna let her introduce herself you know um but just to do a little little icebreaker let's talk (laughs) about like uh a funny moment between us in our friendship like can you think of something let's just like ding 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 do 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 um it's funny um I don't know if this is a funny moment, but it was an interesting moment when we reconnected after so many years. Um, well, not not recently, but before, before. Um, the friendship, you know, before the, the friendship became what it was. Um, we both met at a church function and we both discovered we were pregnant and yes. that we were due the same week. And I thought that was so crazy. I was just like, wow, like, you, you know, don't usually meet people and you're finding out. I think it was a day apart, actually. Yes, like, oh, wow. Christmas, you know? even Christmas Day. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you know what I liked about that is that I needed I needed you. I needed a friend. Like yes. I was just like so I know that we're pregnant people, but I just think we related on a certain level of like what we were struggling with in our pregnancies. And even though yeah. I was single and you were married, like it's still like on this it's point of our work. <laughs> we're still our firstborns, right? Our yes. bodies are changing. Yeah. It was yeah. So I was glad because I think at that point is when we really got close and we just yeah. could really bond on just having, you know, our kids. I, I actually was looking at the picture of the day because it came up on Facebook memories. It was um, <laughs> December. <laughs> we look, first of all, we look younger now than we did then. Yeah, we were like, a bit, run, you know, the pregnancy <laughs> put us through the mill those times. Like that was... Oh God! When I, look, I I try not to go go there, you know, but Facebook, um, in, Instagram, uh, whichever platform, it will remind you. Like your 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 cloud OneDrive, they'll it will remind you. It yeah. will show you. It doesn't let <laughs> it. It doesn't let it go. It doesn't Don't let do it. Go. <laughs> you know what? I can say yeah. like we're in our thirties. Our glow up, our glow up is strong. It's we strong. Thanks. <laughs> We give, it was a period. It was, you know, a period in time. Thank, thank God. Cause thank you. Oh God, it was, it was bad. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> well, we're so grateful to God, you know, but yeah, that was one, one thing I can, you know, it was a very interesting, I don't know if I can say it was funny because we had a lot of, um, you know, a lot of funny, silly moments. Mm-hmm. It's hard to pinpoint, but like, you know, the relationship in itself was, was a lot of fun. It was, we related really well and um, yeah, we bonded on so many levels. We did. And, you know, it's funny because I'm like, 
I think maybe because the highlight history, we also been through a lot of hardships. The fact that we're here right now as friends, mm-hmm. I think I could cry. Wow, I don't know where I I feel like we could maybe uh, depend so we could go in this direction because I'm like, yeah, I think yeah. our our friendship has te- definitely spanned the challenge of time and adversity. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. like I. Have to agree. I, I I will openly yeah. say that I'm just like, I have, I have done offensive things to you, Leah, and you've been <laughs> so forgiving. <laughs> it was hard. You know what? These are the things, these things happen in life. Like, you know, let's be realistic. You know, mm-hmm. people go through things. Um, mm-hmm. People have challenges, personal challenges that sometimes, you know, kind of transfer or leak into other friendships, relationships, et cetera. It happens. You know, and it was really the grace of God, <laughs> the grace of God that allowed me to, to, to still, you know, I'm still able to even to listen, just embrace you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just grateful. You know, I'm grateful because, you know, on the back end, you know what was happening, you know, what I'm yeah. saying? but, um, <laughs> you know, it gave me it, it was just just to hear you just reach out to me that time. It was um I can't remember if it was last, I think it was last year that you last year, or maybe a little bit or maybe yeah, or before, COVID. maybe even before yeah, that. Like, yeah, before yeah. that. Um, you know, I, it just it warmed my heart because I'm like, wow, you know, it, it it warmed my heart. So, you know, everyone goes through their ups and downs in relationships, um, and friendships, but it's the resilience, those resilient ones that are able to benefit from from these things, you know, bouncing back, forgiveness is a big thing a lot of us have a hard time with that but you know forgiveness is a big thing you know and so of course you already know all is forgiven and you know I'm grateful to be on your podcast I never thought I would be you know sitting on a podcast with you you know back then you know fast forward I was like oh that's nice (laughs) you know we're talking about this kind of but like I think there's a powerful message in this because I want to talk about like I think this is, I'll open up about my side a lot, right? And like, I think for me, I, man, when we were going through the process of like, you know, I was in an abusive relationship, people know that, right? And, you know, when I was going through the process of trying to make my marriage work at the time, Mm -hmm. I think I, I thought I was right in everything. Jeez, I thought I was right. She was wrong in everything. I'm joking. Like, <laughs> nobody could tell me nobody. nothing. <laughs> it happens. It happens, man. It's, it happens. Trust me. <laughs> I think the powerful part and, I, and that where I want to be vulnerable too is like, because I was like, I think I've always, I've always been spiritual, right? I always feel like, you know, God was speaking to me and I, I do realize now um, mm-hmm. like years out of that relationship and just time to just work on myself. I realized how, like, even my own pride, like was so strong, right? It's like, you know, God can only talk to me and about something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I can't listen to, um, the people that God has put around me. And I think that I've learned today that the hedge around you is so important and they like you know the 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 blind spots in which mm-hmm. the people that loved me were trying to fill you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how god was really speaking through you and there's others involved right course, during yeah. those moments and it's just it, it's funny hindsight is 2020 and, and you know i think that even 
facing the challenges of like, now, how do we trust people again? How do we build like stronger relationships? I mean, you can talk about this mm-hmm. even outside of our friendship, right? But like mm-hmm. even the challenges of growing like healthy relationships and like how it's hard to, I mean, the difficulties in that, I, I don't know if you have something to share, but regarding that. <laughs> that has been one of the things, you know, especially, I, I don't know, it's so interesting the past few years, like my relationships with people have been tested on another level more than it ever has in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, God, where, where are we going? You know, where are we going with this? Literally the testings have been intense, but I'm learning, you know, while being tested, I'm learning, um, the, like I mentioned, forgiveness. I'm learning empathy. I'm learning things that, you know, I, I, I had, but needed to be strengthened you know, because it's, it's easy when everything is going well with you and, and, and family, you and friends, it, it's easy. But when, you know, when real conflict comes into play, how are you going to handle it? How are you going to, how are you going to channel it? How are you going to, you know, how are you going to process it? What are you going to do about it? You know, those are real things that I had to face during this time. And I'm still facing them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have not yet overcome, you know what I'm saying? But I have, what I, what I must say is I have learned and I'm still actively, but to this moment learning, you know what I'm saying? How to navigate through that, how to, to, to learn how to take myself out of the situation and look at the bigger picture. Sometimes it's really easy to focus on how someone is making you feel. They're upsetting me, they're annoying, I'm done. You know, it's one of those things, I'm finished with them. God had to work with me on that no you're not done you have to do the work you have to process you have to pray you have to address um you have to go through the process properly you can't just you know everyone has their process but there is an ultimate way you know a biblical way a godly way a better way to do it i'm learning that (laughs) no i'm still learning that too like i it's funny that we were talking about like addressing and like, you know, I think one of the things that I struggled about, I struggled a lot with me is like, if I take accountability for how I'm making you feel, then I, that means I'm a bad person and I'm not a bad person. You know, mm-hmm. I love you. You just yeah. don't understand that I love you. I don't understand why that's not translating. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I yeah. didn't want to look at me because my self-esteem was so low that mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, if I look at me, then my image of myself is going to crumble, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. I will say to you that you don't know this, um, (laughs) but like your, me and your relationship in the last few years is actually the one that I really do work on myself on, like when I reflect, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think there was a moment, there was a moment, I can never forget it. This is so vivid in my mind. Mm -hmm. And you called me, I was in the basement. This is when I was by myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just talking about like, hey, I just want to take some time away. And I was just being cold about it. Right. And you told me, you're like, you know, I feel like it's just cold. Like, why are you being cold? And I'm just like, I was so hurt in the moment. Right. Because I'm yeah. just like, I love you. <laughs> what you yeah. mean? Right. And, you know, that is something that like today when in my new friendships and the new relationships I have that I'm so intentional about. Because mm-hmm. just because I thought it internally I was emotionally unavailable 
Mm-hmm. So because I was closed off to my own emotions, your perception was correct of mm-hmm. feeling coldness because I was not in tune with my own co- with my own self. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you're like, I'm just, this is the feeling I'm getting. And then because I, I was in a space where I'm just like, well, I'm constantly completely aware of what I'm giving off. Oh, I have to laugh because <laughs> it's ridiculous now in my thinking, like, because I mean, Ezra was one. So how old was I? Like 25, 26, you know? Um, and I'm, and I think that, you know, I was mm-hmm. more of like an action person, but my empathy was so shut off because of how I took care of myself. Yes. Yes. You yes. know? And mm-hmm. I, I realized today, like, wow, like you, I can see why you were saying that. And I can see now in relationships why I'm so more, more intentional of articulating what I'm feeling, um, mm-hmm. really stepping out of like, why could they feel this way? Yeah. You know, I, listen, you met me when I did not think that way. I was just like, that is not how I feel. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And I might, not, <laughs> I might not have said it out of my mouth, but my nonchalantness and my dismissiveness, like, it, it was saying something without saying it. Yeah. Right? I can speak loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the actions have a, a voice, you know? Yes. But, yeah. I think I want to affirm in this moment, this is really healing for me, that like, you were right. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you speak. I, I wouldn't say, yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't say that, obviously, you know. But if you feel led to, you know, to share that, I appreciate that. I'm, you know, I'm glad that, you, how do I say this? You know, when, when, you, when you have certain issues in life with individuals, some people will never, ever, you know, never come back. You know what I'm saying? With anything. It's like, it just ends right there. It, it's really, it's healing for me, even though I feel like I packaged it and put it away, you know, and haven't returned to it, to be honest, because I'm like, oh, we're, we're, we're in a better place, you know, and that's, that's my mindset. But it, it means a lot when, when someone comes back and they're like, you know what, um, what you said made sense. What you said was accurate. You know, that, that affirmation means a lot. It does mean a lot. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't a lot of times I don't I don't get that. You know, like mm-hmm. you probably didn't be the maybe the first person <laughs> to do that. So it's a lot of healing there for me because you know, you know how it goes. Like people coming, just come and go, come and go, come and go. That's been my life. But yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I I want to it's funny this is a losing faith podcast right and like (laughs) you know it it is interesting because before I got on here I just prayed and I said God we're just gonna let this go in whatever way we want it to go and I didn't expect God to want me to be so vulnerable here Uh. (laughs) it starts with you you know (laughs) right it's like oh my god I felt it like he's like let's point a finger at you Char like let's (laughs) let's talk about you because I think that now the people who are introduced to me now don't know the version. They don't know the version of me then. And I think that there's like a false mm-hmm. perception. <laughs> oh man. Like I, I actually hate it. I feel like sometimes it's a pedestal. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, like, you know, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not, I haven't done work, mm-hmm. but I know the person I used to be. And I think that people don't have a frame of reference for mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, I just, I think that 
a lot of the ways that I was even interacting with you in my friendship is because like, I was just trying to survive, cope, Mm -hmm. trying to cope. Definitely. (laughs) That's, listen, that's the reality. Like it was, don't, don't be hard on yourself. It was a, it was a very challenging time in your life that I met you. It was hard. I'm trying not to get emotional. It was hard. I mm-hmm. saw what you were dealing with and it, it brought me joy to connect with you and be there for you. <laughs> I'm trying not to cry right now. It was hard, mm-hmm. right? So don't be hard on yourself because, you know, you were coping, like you said, you were doing all that you can. And, you know, the mere fact that I was able to be a part of that process is, you know, it was still mm-hmm. a blessing. So, yeah. Yeah. And I want to commend you because like one thing I can say about Leah for everyone that's going to watch this is that <laughs> she fought for the connection like I that <laughs> she, ha- she has she to this day like even when I was quiet like oh, there would still be messages every once in a while she always reached out and even when I had like I'm not even going to go how deep I said horrendous things to you. <laughs> And I can, I, there's something I specifically said that I'm like, oh, it replays in my head. I'm like, Jesus, help. Thankfully, <laughs> it doesn't replay in my head. <laughs> Thank God. He's good to me where he literally will wipe out things from my memory. I don't remember. Honestly, <laughs> I don't right? remember anything. In the midst of my pain, right? Like I said, and it's interesting when they say you hurt the people closest to you, right? Yeah. And I think that because I did feel like you're my friend like you know what I mean you'll understand you'll get it I kind of you know I could have mm-hmm. taken that for granted um and you know just to see us even you saying yes to this podcast are you even saying yes to being open to supporting me in this way like it it meant a lot I don't know if you want to talk about like how you felt on your end because like <laughs> I, I feel like it's important because <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind yeah because you know I, I I really don't mind being vulnerable in that way um it's um it's been a while you know so I have to you know yeah, rewind back but um what I do what I do remember about the friendship was was how close how much we bonded we bonded mm-hmm. and it was it was wholesome I do remember that I know things obviously took a turn you know at some <laughs> point <laughs> you know um, during that specific time, um, I can say it was, of course, very challenging for me. I did cry about it a lot. I did question, like, like oh, oh, what's going on? I was so confused about it, you know, and, you know, you saw me reaching out. I mentioned how much it was hurting me. And, and you know, I tried so hard to just, my mind just couldn't wrap itself around what happened. Because, you know, I remember we were going to go to Ripley's aquarium one yeah. week and then the next week uh we're not friends anymore <laughs> it's like we were just we were just making plans <laughs> oh sorry, i can if i i can so fill i do remember that <laughs> right but i'm like yeah the hot and cold right it went and from that to that i was like what's happening i really tried to just make sense of it um part of me felt like it was you know, partly influenced. I did feel like some, there was some background influences happening, um, which of course was out of my control. I couldn't do anything about that. So I think that helped me in a sense of, um, I'm like, you know, I have to understand what's happening in her life and I have to respect the decision for now type of thing. That was where 
um, that's where I arrived after, you know, grappling and just, you know, going in circles of it, what happened, what happened? Mm-hmm. That's where I arrived. And then, um, but yeah, like that whole time I did mourn the friendship a lot and hoped that things would change, things would be different, hoped that, you know, you'd come around one day. Cause like, we were like, almost like sisters at one point. We yes. were at each other's house. We were just like involved, yes. <laughs> involved in each other's lives so heavily for that period of time. And so I felt like part of me was kind of ripped, but um, that was at the time, you get what I'm saying at the time. And I did obviously since then heal from it mm-hmm. and was really grateful when we reconnected again and you you know, shared what was happening. And that, that broke my heart when you messaged me. I think we were on, what's that platform called again? Oh my gosh, I haven't been on it in Clubhouse. so long. Yes. It was like right. an accident bump into clubhouse because like clubhouse. I, I don't know how many times I've asked you you actually got me into clubhouse that's the first thing yeah <laughs> another interesting fact is like we hadn't spoken in so long and and Char got me into clubhouse because somebody who was a member had to get you in at the time mm. when 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 it just started so I'm like oh that's interesting you know and she got me in um and then yeah we ended up on I ended up on your clubhouse I think you were hosting one and I just decided to pop in and after that you messaged me and gave me the lowdown of what happened was happening all the, that time. And I was just like, whoa, you know what I mean? Whoa, blown away. Cause like, I did not know all that was happening to you. And I was just so hurt, you know, mm-hmm. so hurt, but I'm so grateful that you still reached out to me and felt safe sharing that with mm-hmm. me. And yeah, I felt it was like, you know one of those bittersweet moments, happy that you connected, but so sad about everything that you had to share in that moment so yeah but honestly no like I have to be honest I didn't I was never wishing ill on my end and you know how some people can get really bitter and yeah hope that, you know everything crumbles I'm not that person <laughs> oh demise oh my gosh she's gonna get what she know like that was never that never crossed my mind I only wished you well and and I think that that was the first friendship where God was teaching me how to just, you know, how to process things. Mm -hmm. It was your friendship, how to process things, how to lose someone and, and still pray for them and still wish them well and still hope the best for them. I think it really started here, to be honest with you, because I don't think I ever, I can't recall ever crying about a a friendship or caring that much. Um, Oh, I did care about the friendships, but you know, it was different. (laughs) It was different. Like, I need you guys Uh, to have, like, understand, like, we laid, we, we gave, like, we had our children together. We laid in bed together. We raised our babies. We had our children on the beds. They they napped in the same crib. It was on that level. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. We were very, very, very close. And, you know, like, I, it's funny. I'm like, I'm lost for words, you know? It's like, why have I lost my words? Um, well, we're going to take a break. Yeah, and we'll be right back. Okay? All right. <laughs> Anyone that knows me knows that I'm always looking for the things that connect us and not what divide us. 
And as a content creator, I make friends all over the world. So I was looking for a way to connect with my friends internationally. And I discovered these friendship labs by Lovelink. And I thought that it was a great way to remind loved ones with a small, small gesture that I care and that I love about that I that I love them or I miss them. So basically, it's these lamps that change color. And when I tap my lamp, wherever the other lamp is, it's going to change colors as well. And you don't even need to just have one lamp. You can have an unlimited amount of lamps. But I think it's a great way to simply connect with someone without talking or texting and a reminder that they are loved and they are cared about. So if you're interested in something like this, you can visit the website of www.luvlink.com. Dot com so lovelink.com and if you want to buy the product i also have a discount code of llchar so llchar and you know it's a great way to remind people that even though you're apart they're never alone welcome back okay leah so <laughs> we just had to like have that whole moment it was really unexpected and I think the question that I want to ask you now Leah is like you know what do you think about second chances and reconciliation um now that you're at this point and we just had that conversation <laughs> honestly um I've been on that path um as mentioned um before the break uh, this has been a very interesting time in my life the past few years um having so many issues within the family, within my marriage, with like, let's be real, like issues, 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 everywhere I turn, in every relationship you can think of, all issues with my children, like everything is an issue, right? Um, but um, that has really, really taught me so much, just, you know, as mentioned, it, it taught me so much that people deserve, if I would want it, if I would want someone to forgive me, if I would want someone to give me a second chance after I've realized that I've done something wrong or I've hurt someone or offended someone, why should I not um, extend the same grace to someone else? Um, people, the reality is we all make mistakes. I think people really, like it's, it becomes cliche, it becomes a statement, but it, it's not really, like people don't think about it. Like we all, <laughs> we all do it. We are all literally at the mercy of someone. It's not, I'm above, I'm superior. I can't do anything wrong. You know, you know, it's you, it's not me. It, it's never, it's never that. It's never ever that. We all literally need grace, compassion, and mercy, everybody. And so second chances, if God, if God gives us, not, not just second chance, we'll say a million chance, trillion, whatever. He's forever <laughs> forgiving us forever extending mercy forever extending grace to us when we don't deserve it but we can absorb that and look at someone else and say nope you don't deserve it mm -hmm. today that thought came to mind it's funny today because again like I'm still processing a lot of things I'm still dealing with a lot of things on my end but I'm just like if somebody wants grace wants a second chance why can't we just you know, release it, give it to someone else, give that person a second chance. Not everybody, let's let me, you know, rephrase it a little bit. Not everybody will want to. Right. Reciprocate. Mm -hmm. but, but the point is you've extended the grace. You've mm -hmm. extended that opportunity. So it's like, I'm dealing with that right now. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are relationships I'm trying to mend that are just, they just seem like they don't, they don't, they, they, there's no mending. You know what I mean? Like there's just no mending. But the point is I've extended it. 
I've shown, you know, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I may have done something that, you know, offended you and I'm willing to work it out. If you're not willing to work it out, I can't force anyone. That's the other thing. You can't force people to want to work it out, but at least you've given them the opportunity and the rest is up to them and God, because you've done what you could. You keep mm-hmm. praying for that person. You keep, you know, hoping for the best for that individual. And you can even even remain hopeful that at some point they will come around, you know. But that's that's my uh, my perspective on the matter because it's literally very fresh, very very fresh. But yeah, <laughs> no, I totally I yeah. totally get that, and I think the the I think that one of the things that I had to learn is that. Um, like it's a gift that we could have this moment and like we could have this moment of reconciliation but I also have to accept that there's some people that mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't happen with for multiple reasons and I think one of the biggest reasons is that sometimes like we grow so, so one party will grow and then one person can't it's not that they don't grow as an individual they can't grow past it within themselves yeah that. I'm back. Mm-hmm. right and you know I think that that is <laughs> I, I was telling someone on live the other day, I'm like, you know what? Not every relationship can be a lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. But I still honor the seasons that people were in my life, mm-hmm. whether it's because of them or because of me or, you know, cause we're human, we're human guys. Like, this is the thing. I'm like, I think that sometimes if we negate our humanity, then we are constantly wanting to look outwards and not look inwards. We all, you know, I'm at the point where it's like, when I listen to someone's story, I'm like, have I ever done that? Like I, I started to like, you know, to have empathy and compassion. Have I ever felt that way? You know, yeah. have I done that to someone instead of going like immediately judgy, you know, yeah. and be like, okay, now cut, cut, cut. And sometimes people do need to be, sometimes there's like, this is where I there would say are circumstances, <laughs> yeah. healthy boundaries and healthy boundaries are not about controlling the other people's behaviors, but it's about what you do to protect yourself. So like, yeah. you know, some people set boundaries to say like, I, they're trying to manipulate people. Like if I do this, then you'll change. No, that can't be my motivation. It's like mm-hmm. I protect myself. And while you are continuing, while you are still in that state, right? You don't have access to me in the same way. And I think that that's that's okay, mm-hmm. right? Healthy, Definitely. You know, but I think that reconciliation shouldn't be from a place of manipulation at all. No. You know, no. and I think I'm not saying that you're doing. I'm just generally speaking. I don't know where that's going there because I think that sometimes we want people in our lives so bad that we feel mm-hmm. like if we hurt them enough or we do all of this stuff, like they're going to realize, right? <laughs> and, exactly. and that can be the wrong intention instead of just allowing them, just like you have your free will choice, for them to have their free will choice. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. you know, I think that's a healthier approach to re- reconciliation because when I reached out to you, I was well aware that you didn't have to respond to me and I didn't feel entitlement to it either. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, if you weren't there and doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean that you haven't grown as a person. You could have grown as a person and say, hey, I don't want to interact with the version of you that I met because it was harmful to me. That could That is understandable, right? Yeah. You allowed me to show you that I've grown and I've changed as a person. But, um, you know, some people, even though it's been a long period of time <clears throat> and healing, I don't feel like happens without you actually looking at it like actually addressing it. I think that some people think that just time, it's just going to willy nilly and happen. That's, yeah, it doesn't work like that. It does not. <laughs> it does not. Yeah, right? Like you sure. can talk, I, like 
you can talk about um, just like the confrontation that you had to do with yourself to heal. Like you see how you're, you're saying that you're going through basically your healing, like how confrontational was that for you for like to yourself? How, is that, it, was, it was, it was very, it does. It was intense. It was intense. There's a lot of back and forth. Like there's literally, I would even include a stage of grief sometimes because again, these are people that you're, you know, individuals that you're, you're doing life with to some extent, like they were your friends or your family or whatever. And so trying to navigate through that and not be offended on a daily basis, knowing that there's an issue, it's a battle every, almost every single day. The moment it pops up in your head, you're just like, Geez. you know, I have to be speaking to myself um, consistently and reminding myself that I did what I could do. I, I approach the individual. I try to discuss the matter. I apologize. I acknowledged, you know, that I was wrong. I acknowledged that I could have done things differently. I acknowledged how things could have been perceived, et cetera. But, you know, there is like um, an element of just, you know, going back and forth. You literally have to be recalibrating almost every, every time because triggers come. Let's be yeah. honest. Triggers will come and you can't, you can't do anything about, you can't anticipate them all the time. You can't wish them away. You know, you have to deal with them as they, as they come. And so I, I, I do a lot of self-talk and, you know, a pray, I have to pray sometimes, but sometimes it gets really intense for me where I'm just like, you know, you, sometimes you find yourself kind of slipping back into a certain mindset. You have to pull yourself out of, listen, Matt, it's, it's real. It's real. It's not easy. It's not easy, but it's, it's, it's a process. The fact that I'm even intentional about this process, I give myself credit for being intentional about it. Not allowing, you know, the thoughts, the triggers, the feelings to overwhelm me and, and just be upset all the time. I just try to settle it, deal with it, and then shift my mindset to something more productive and positive. Because if I sit there for too long, you know, problems, problems, right? So another thing is trying to, you know, redirect yourself. Sometimes these, these thoughts will just pop up in your head. Um, you might see the person on social media and get triggered. You might see them doing something and get triggered. You might, you know, the list goes on and I just have to redirect my thoughts to something completely different. I see it. I get triggered. I deal with it. Leah, you did what you could. And I move on to something else. Okay. Um, what do I have to do now? There, there's, there's so much to be done. What do I have to do? Let me just, you know, um, occupy myself in, in a productive, positive way and not sit here for too long. Yeah. I think you said too very powerful things one is like you acknowledge it so you don't ignore it right i think mm -hmm. it be i think when you suppress that it starts to bubble over it right does. Um, yeah. and then the other thing i heard you talk about is like acceptance so it's like okay i did what i could i can't control other people right mm -hmm. and then you put it down right and mm -hmm. i think that those are two mm -hmm. um very important things when it comes to navigating relationships at their different points you know, yeah. um, and really yeah. understanding and meeting people where they're at, you yeah. know, I think that was one of the things that I had to learn now on this side of like, um, some of the relationships that I was able to reconcile and then others that I haven't is that mm -hmm. like, people are just where they're at, just like, I'm just where I'm at. Yeah. Like there's people that I cannot talk to mm -hmm. at all, to this day. Like it's not, I don't even hate you. Right. Like there's some people, honestly, I, my block button is so heavy. I, I see you pop up. I block you and you know, don't even take it. <laughs> block. 
Blocky block. Blockity block. <laughs> right? Because oh, I have to protect my peace. And it's not even personal, right? Like you might have done like, you know, just because of the situation I came on, there's a lot of eyes around me, you know, like around just what I do. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. So and then the negativity, where... the negativity. Like you have to. You just have to. Yeah. There's certain things you can't tolerate, you know, in mm-hmm. the process of, of, of what you're doing, healing, et cetera. Like you just, yeah, <laughs> Continue. you just can't tolerate certain things. It's just, it's a no. hard no, but I think that, the, no. I think the powerful thing is that sometimes, like, I know that some people feel like I don't want to give anyone a second chance, but you know what? I, I believe that people can change because I have changed. Yeah. I believe that people are capable of growth and like healing and, and changing, you know, and I think there's hope in that conversation. Now it's not everyone. It's not going to be everyone. I'm not trying to. (laughs) And and it really boils down to the decision, right? If you're choosing to stay this way, you're going to stay this way. If you're choosing to heal and develop and grow and become better then it will be evident, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it will be different. Then we can consider second chances or you know, revisiting certain things, but not everybody has the capacity um, to, to go there, to make that decision, because that's what it really starts with. You have to make the decision that you're gonna, you're gonna shift, you have to, yeah. And I wanna say today, if you're listening and you feel like you're stuck or you feel like you're powerless to the circumstances around you, I want you to know that you're as powerful as your next decision. That healing, mm-hmm. it, it, it isn't easy. I don't think me and Leah are not saying that it was easy at all, <laughs> no. right? Oh, no. um, healing relationships, you know, especially when you realize that you have, to, I'm taking accountability that even though I was trying to protect myself and even though like I, I grew up with, um, very toxic ways of coping, even though, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was just doing what I knew to do. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I didn't cause harm in the process of it. Right. Exactly. And the accountability of that does not make me like, you know, so to me, that's not victim blaming. That's just saying like, I'm taking my power back because yeah. today I know that I don't have to make those same decisions because I've outgrew- I don't have to go back to what's familiar. I don't have to, I don't have to be stuck in neither, neither do you, you know? Exactly. Um, and I think that as we're kind of, we're going to land this plane and I'm going to let Leah tell you where you can follow her and um, all of the great things that she's doing. <laughs> I, that I just, I want to remind you today that if you have lost faith in reconciliation or if you've lost faith in change that, you know, us sitting here are evidence that like it is possible. And, you know, where you're currently at, you know, you might feel like there's relationships that you've lost and you can never get back. And that's possible. But there's also a possibility that, listen, you guys can come back together and not like you were, but into something better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Do you have final remarks on that? Um, yeah. Like- listen, you you hit the nail. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. Um, like if this, if nothing speaks to you, just let this example of reconciliation speak to you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to understand it was not, it was not easy. We went through a really, really rough patch, mm-hmm. rough, rough, rough. And, you know, some people would not come back from this possibly, right. but the decision, again, it boiled down to the decision of, you know, of, of reflecting the decision of changing. And so, 
it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be easy. So we're not going to sit here and paint this perfect picture. It's, it's going to take time, but be intentional about the process. Do what is necessary in the process so that you can see the result. You will never see the result if you're not intentional and if you don't stay the course. So, you know, um, that applies to anything in life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anything. I... So if anything, um, let this resonate with you. Like, you know, it isn't the same. The way that we relate is not the same because we're in a different time in our lives. Things, right. the years have passed, but the heart, the heart mm -hmm. is there. The love is there. The respect is there. You know, the connection is still there. It's different, but it's there. And so that's, that's another thing. Just, just know that it might not be the same later on. Um, but like, like Shar said, it will be better. It'll be different, but it'll be better. And it'll be necessary for the season that you're in. Right. So keep that, keep that in mind. Hold on to that. <laughs> Tag that, tweet that, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, Leo, how can yes. we, where, how can we find you? What are you doing? Like, let us know. <laughs> So yes, um, what am I doing? You did do a great job of, you know, in a nutshell saying what, what I do, who I am. Um, I am a business owner, so I, I own uh, a wellness business. I sell wellness products like body butters, you know, soaps, all those great things, organic and naturally sourced. And you can find that on www.heyalwellness.com. And you can also find me on Instagram under the same um, name, Hail Wellness Inc on Instagram. Um, I do too many things. Um, so I know Shar will plug it in somewhere because like, let's let's be real, you're not gonna remember half of this stuff. <laughs> I, I, if you're in the GTA area, if you're in, yeah, Canada, the GTA, Canada. I, make, I make treats. I make treats as well. So Christmas is coming up. I make cookies, brownies, cinnamon rolls. I'm gonna be making some black cake too, all of that great stuff. Um, so you can get that from uh, treat yourself sweets. I will, of course, uh, let Char, you know, somehow plug all that in. And um, Mother to Mother is a motherhood community that I um, have been running for it's like five years now, almost five years. Um, it's a community of moms, like-minded moms who are seeking to grow as a motherhood community, not just as mothers, but as women, um, learning how to function and, and be a whole woman and, you know, just thrive. In, in motherhood so that's mother to mother canada on instagram and so that's how you can find me i do i do too much i really do i'm like god i need to stop i don't know how to stop i really don't know but yes those are the things that i do and i hope to see you on on those platforms shout me out you know support in any way that you can support is you know always welcome always welcome so yeah that's about it <laughs> okay so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate you. Yeah, we my pleasure. Um, also, guys, if you are not subscribing to the podcast, please subscribe. Um, we have a too. lot of great things coming up in the future. This is mm -hmm. this is probably be one of my first. Uh, I might. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We're gonna put this. At, <laughs> we're gonna put this in. We're gonna put this at some point. But please subscribe. Yes. Every subscription matters. Um, and thank you for listening. Yeah. Take care.
Thank you for listening to the Losing Faith podcast. If this podcast has helped you, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone that you think that it may help as well. If you're not following me on social media, I can be found on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok under Sharno underscore made new. And if you want to purchase my book, Promiscuous Tales of a Church Girl, or any merchandise that I might have on sale, you can find it at www.payhip.com slash Sharno Taylor. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Thank you.